thanking God for emotions. In Psalm 62, did you notice there was a bit that said, pour out your hearts to God. Our God is our refuge and strength. What do you think about your emotions and your feelings? Are you learning about emotions and feelings at school? Or maybe you're suspicious of your emotions and feelings. You're embarrassed about them, maybe. Or maybe you're positive about your feelings. Uh, In the old days, feelings were something to really put away. You had to have a stiff upper lip. I don't know how you do that. Can everyone do a stiff upper lip for me? I always get a wobbly bottom lip when I'm going to cry. I don't know why it's a stiff upper lip. Nowadays, feelings are the boss. Feelings are something to be followed, whatever. Who here likes the film Moana? There are many other films and types of producer. No one likes Moana. Are we really in that place? Thank you very much. You like Moana. Millers, it's great to see you. Hello, welcome. Okay, in Moana, is, there's a song that goes like this. I'm not going to try and sing it. I'm just going to read it. And the call isn't out there at all. It's inside me. It's like the tide, always falling, always rising. I will carry you here in my heart. You'll remind me that come what may, I know the way. I am Moana. Can you hear what she's saying? Who I am doesn't come from out there. It comes from what I feel in here. They're the boss of who I am and what I do. They define me. They direct me. My emotions are the best and they are the boss of who I am. Is that right? What's God got to say about it, do we think? Should we be embarrassed and suspicious of our feelings or should we be bossed by our feelings no matter what? Well, we can thank God for emotions and feelings. They're not bad, but they're not the boss. They are good and they are for God. They're not bad, they're not the boss, they're good and they're for God. Here we go, we're going to play a game. Right, all little people down the front here, if you come and stand here with me, you'll see, uh, if you want to come over here, that's it, come on. You'll see, there's, who can see some emotions up on the wall? Can you see one? Look, down there, what's that one? There's an angry down there. What else can you see? Come over, look, guys, good to see you, great to see you. Which one can you see over there? Sad. What's this one here? Happy. Happy. And what's this one up here, do you think? What was that? Sad. Or, uh, no, there's sad over there with a tear. Uh, that's down on the floor. That one there is scared. Can you all make a scared face? <gasps> you see, you put your hands on your face, don't you? And you go, <gasps> And who knows what this one is over here? Uh, disgust. This is disgust. It's like when you put the Brussels sprout in your mouth at Christmas and you go, Bleh! You know that feeling? Okay, now you guys wait there. I'm going to read out some Bible verses and you've got to run to the face. And you guys can point at the face. Because look, good news, God has got emotions. He tells us that he feels things. Here we go, here's Zephaniah 3.17. God will rejoice over you with gladness. He will, renew, he will renew you in his love. He will exult over you with loud singing. How's God feeling there? Yeah, that's right, that's happy, isn't it? Good one. Here's another one. Here's Jesus. In Mark 3, 5, Jesus looked around at them in anger, deeply distressed at their stubborn hearts. Yes, that's right. That's over there. Brilliant. So Jesus got... How about this one? John eleven thirty five, the shortest verse in the Bible. Jesus wept. Which one's that? Eloise, while I'm leaving the, leaving the fray there. Can you see the sad one over there? Can you guys make a sad face under the sad one? Can you make a sad face? 
Yeah, very good. That's why you do stiff upper lip. There, I can see it. Okay, here we go. Here's another one. Uh, he also had joy, compassion, and delight, didn't he? Jesus' emotions were perfect quantity and quality. But we've also got emotions. Here's some more for you. We are made in the image of God, and so no surprise that we've got emotions too. Here they are. Psalm 42. My tears have been my food day and night. Which emotion is that? My tears have been my food day and night. Well done, guys. You're pointing the right one. It's over there, isn't it? Here's another one. Psalm 9. I will give thanks to you, the Lord, with all my heart. Which one's that going to be? It's happy, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. Never mind about the really expensive microphone. (laughs) Psalm 69. What about this one? Save me, O God, for the waters have come up to my neck. Which one's that one? Yeah, he's scared, isn't it? There's a lot about don't be afraid in the Bible. Well done, guys. You've done really well. Have a sit back down. You've done really well. Round of applause for helpers. Isn't it great that God explains that he has feelings, not like we have feelings, that Jesus experienced feelings as a God-man, and we clearly have lots of emotions in the Bible. Now, our emotions, though, are good. Can we all say that? Emotions are good. Sometimes we feel good. Sometimes our emotions are happy. But sometimes life hurts, and sometimes our feelings hurt. Sometimes life is scary, like maybe you're going back to school and it's a bit scary and you feel scared. We might like feeling happy, we might not like feeling scared or sad, but having all those emotions and feelings is a good thing because without emotions, we wouldn't have love or friendship with each other. Some of us know how difficult it is though when we don't have emotions and we're just numb. Has anyone had that? That's hard, isn't it? But emotions and feelings are great because they help us have, they help us, they draw us together. Here's what it says in Romans 12, verse 15. Rejoice with those who rejoice and cry with those who cry. Do you see, it draws you together. Our feelings help us to be friends. Here's an example. Here is my friend, Log. You say, how did you do Log? Yeah, you see, well done, you're so polite. This is my friend Log, okay? Um, and um, Hugh, can I have you just up here? This is my son Hugh, okay? Now, here's, here's Log. Uh, where can I, I'll just hold him there. Do you have you met Log? No. What's nice about Log is he's dependable, and he's also occasionally very warm. Now, what's sad about Log, though, is you don't get much back. Log, how are you feeling right now? No, really? Oh. Uh, you happy? Birthday? No? Okay. You don't get a lot back from him, do you? Hugh, how are you feeling right now? Happy. You're feeling happy, are you? Oh, that's so nice. Can you pretend that also you're feeling a bit sad? What do you look like when you're sad? Can you make a sad face? Just make a sad face. Any sad face will do. Literally. You've got to stop laughing. Don't make him laugh. Can you make a sad face? Okay, that. Okay, now, when my son makes a sad face, what do I want to do? I want to give him a hug, don't I? Do you see, it makes me want to be... But Log, he doesn't have any sadness or happiness, and so I, I don't quite have the same relationship with him, do I? But Hugh's emotions and feelings mean that I, I get to love him, and he experiences love. That's a good thing, isn't it? Yeah? Having emotions is good. Have a sit down. Well done, Hugh. Round of applause for Hugh. <clears throat> 
There's a lot of clapping this morning. I'm so sorry about that. Emotions are important. Having feelings is good for loving other people and also good for loving God as well. Emotions are also good because they're helpful. They're like a window. Can you make a window? Can you make a window with your hands, everyone? Make a little window, that's it, and look through your window. Okay? Emotions are a window as to what's going on in our hearts and in our head. Can you put them on your heart and on your head? Emotions are helpful because they're a window into what's going on in our head and our heart. In the Bible, feelings are not the ultimate reality. Emotions follow our head and our heart, what we think and what we love. So when we have emotions, they're like windows that help us see what is going on in our head and in our heart deep down inside us. Like in a car. Here's a car. When you see this on the car, what does that tell you? Unless you're my mother. (laughs) What does that tell you? It tells you to stop. It tells you there's something wrong inside the car, doesn't it? Same with this one. Look, when you see this, what does that tell you? There's something wrong inside the car, and Dad needs to open the hood and then just look at the engine, or just look at you. They're a window, aren't they? Those things are a window into what's going on. And so our feelings can be like the stop sign and like the smoke. They tell us that something might not be quite right in our head or in our heart. Strong emotions can sometimes be a red light, a little red flag that help us to think, hang on, there's something going on. Here's another thing. Our emotions are not the boss. Can we say that? Our emotions are not the boss. God is. And that is good news because our emotions are not perfect. They're twisted by sin in our heart, by the brokenness of this world. So often they come out in the wrong type and in the wrong amount. So it's a good thing they are not the boss and Jesus is because we wouldn't know who we are or which way to go as our emotions, like Moana said, go up and down like the tide. They're all over the place. Instead, our emotions are for God. That's what it said in Psalm 62, isn't it? Pour out your heart to the Lord. You might think God has nothing to do with my feelings. You might think God doesn't want anything to do with what I feel. He's not interested, but he does. He gave you your emotions and your feelings to pour out back to him. This is what King David said when he was afraid. Can you spot what he does when he's afraid? Yes, my soul, fine, rest in God. My hope comes from him. Truly, he's my rock and my salvation. He is my fortress. I shall not be shaken. My salvation and my honour depend on God. He is my mighty rock, my refuge. Trust in him all times, you people. Pour out your hearts to him, for God is our refuge. Do you see what he said? Pour out your hearts to God. He is the one we want to trust in. Not literally pour your heart out. That would be gross, wouldn't it? It's not literally take your heart and pour it out. It's what it's saying is give all your feelings to God and he will direct you to joy and to peace and to safety, away from hatred to love, away from worry to peace. God gave us good feelings. He knows how we feel. He loves to hear what's on your heart. Isn't that great? He loves hearing our feelings. He longs to give us rest and joy when we pour them out to him. We get that by pouring out our emotions of our heart and our head on our own and together. That's what Jesus did before he died on the cross. 
so that we could be God's children. Jesus poured out his heart to his heavenly Father, didn't he? Take this cup from me, Lord. Thank God for emotions. They're not bad, but they're not the boss. Feelings are good and feelings are for God. Thank God for our feelings. That's what we can do. We can thank God for our feelings. Emotions are good. Do you know joy appears 241 times in the Bible? That's cool, isn't it? Here's something else we can do. Don't be embarrassed about our emotions or our feelings. You can own them. Rejoice with those who rejoice and cry with those who cry. You can share your emotions. Wouldn't it be great if we weren't embarrassed to cry at church so that others could cry with us? Wouldn't it be great if things were going well for someone else, like our brother or our sister, that we rejoiced with them rather than... (coughs) That would be great, wouldn't it? We would share in joy and not bitterness. Also, another thing we can do is don't be bossed by your feelings. Pour them out to the Lord. Our feelings are powerful, but not always perfect. Sometimes we get the wrong feelings in the wrong amount. But God tells us it's possible to manage and direct our feelings to do what he says is right. So pour out your heart to the Lord, Psalm 62.8. Trust in him at all times. Feeling emotions is not wrong, but sometimes we can feel the wrong ones or in the wrong amount, but we don't have to be bossed by them. Here's an example. Who knows what this is? Okay, if you don't know what one of these is, you need to ring the fire brigade and get yourself some smoke alarms in your house immediately. This is a smoke alarm. Do you know what this does? When it picks up the smell of smoke... Oh, I've forgotten how to do this. Here we go. You have to put that on there. It makes a really loud noise. That's not so loud, is it? Oh, hang on. I'll turn it off now. Has anyone had their smoke alarm go off when someone burns the toast? Yeah, you've all had that. Now, look. What you do when that happens is, there's a big noise, you stop what you're doing, you look around, and then you think, do you know what, there's not a fire. Or maybe you're preaching your first sermon at Emmanuel, I don't know. Uh, You look around and you think, there's not a fire, we'll just press the reset button, and we'll stop it, and we'll sort the smoking toast out. Isn't that right? Yeah? Having a fire alarm is a good thing, because it keeps you safe. Now the problem is, is that we, when we're afraid, anyone ever been afraid? None of you have been afraid. That's brilliant. Ian, you've been afraid. Well done for being brave and saying that. I've been afraid. When we're afraid sometimes, it can be like the fire alarm going off. We're afraid too much or about the wrong thing. It's not something to be afraid of. Imagine this. I've got a hospital appointment tomorrow. I feel afraid. I'm stuck in bed. How do I reset my alarm? I think, here, this is something that might help. It's, I think you've got to stop for a second. Do you, anyone know how to spell stop? Yep. What's the first letter? S. S. Well done, Hannah. Do you want to come and write S for us, Hannah? You up on there? Great. And here with my beautiful assistant, Hannah, we will now write S, nice and big. Yeah, that's brilliant. Do you mind if I expand it a little bit? Okay. So, oh, which way around is it? That way. Okay. One of the ways that we can reset our feelings, it's not bad to feel afraid. Feeling afraid keeps us safe. But it might be that we're feeling afraid about the wrong thing in the wrong amount. So first thing we can do is to stop and talk to someone. Emotions are not bad. 
Fear is a good emotion. It helps us avoid dangerous things. It helps our brains get ready. But feelings are not the boss. Feelings don't define who I am. Jesus does. I'm not a scaredy cat. I'm a child of God. Feelings don't control me. Jesus does. I'm afraid of hospital. That doesn't control me. Jesus does. So I stop. The next thing is, in stop, is... What's the next letter in stop? Uh, Not quite. (laughs) But do you want to write it up? Great job, my friend. Up there, next to Hannah's tea, maybe there. Or you can try and do a big one next to mine, if you like. Can't reach. Do it next to Hannah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, go on, that's it. Yeah, well done. Excellent. The next thing is T. T is for think. Think with someone. Why do I feel this? What do I love in my heart and think in my head with the window that makes me so afraid about going to the hospital? Is what I'm thinking and loving right? I love being well. I love being cosy in my bed. I think that if I go to the hospital, I might get hurt or I might get lost. No, I don't think that stuff's true. Next thing you do in stop is... Do you want to come and do it? Up there. The next thing you do is O, O, that's it, nice and big. O is for open. Open your Bible with someone. Remember a Bible verse. That's why we like to remember Bible verses. You might remember, I will be with you. Oh, gosh, I am with you always. Thanks, Joshua. Joshua 1.5, remembered by Joshua. That's it. I know that God will be with me in hospital. I don't need to be afraid. God works in all things for the good of those who love him. God's in control of this, not me. And the last thing we do, which we've been learning about today at the end of STO, is... Do you want to come and do it? Oh, that's favouritism in the family. Do you guys want to come and write it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Eloise, you're on. You're on, Eloise. You're on. You're on. I just realised the pit too. I'm sorry about that. It's tough being the minister's kid, isn't it? There's got to be some advantages. The last thing you might do, if you're experiencing too much emotion about the wrong thing, is you might want to pour your heart out in prayer with someone. Lord Jesus, I feel so afraid and worried about going to hospital. I'm not sure I can get out of bed. I love being safe and in control. I thank you that you are in control and you rescue me. Lord, I might get hurt or lost. I thank you that you give mum to help me get to hospital and back and I've got a dad to protect me, and you will be there. Please help me to love you and remember that you are with me always. Amen. And that is the button reset. Looks, it's still a bit worrying, but hopefully it's manageable because we just reset our emotions. We've got our feelings are not bossing us. It's still a bit scary, but suddenly it's doable, and the feelings don't control us. Can you notice one thing, grown-ups? is that if you've done all of this with someone else, do you know what you've done? What you've done along the way is we've encouraged the people we've talked and prayed with that we've shown them how great God is, we've shown them how we rely on him, and we're showing the doctor when he remarks that we seem calmer than others, that we might get a chance to talk about him with Jesus. We've shared something with someone that makes us closer with them. It's a brilliant thing. And they have learnt that when they are afraid, they are going to do this and pour their hearts out to God. Thank God for feelings and emotions. They're not bad, but they're not the boss. They're good and they're for God.